Welcome back to the Bookends Podcast. Um, this is episode two, and I'm very excited Ooh. to be here. I still have the agenda, and that's something we're going to get to. But um, okay. Rachel and I were having a tiny little discussion about um, books. Because recently I went to Barnes & Noble and um, almost found myself with four paperbacks, but instead found the hardcover book I was there to buy in the first place. Um, and we were talking a little bit about which we prefer, paperback or hardback. So, thoughts? <laughs> I've got one of each right here at my desk, and it's just... It's hard. I like I like paperbacks because they're like easier to hold. If that makes sense, more comfortable to hold, but and they're like more easy to transport, you know, like in your purse or a backpack. Uh, but hardcovers, I like. Like I said, they've got these flaps. You can use them as like a bookmark. But then, of course, then you like stretch it, and then I'm like, should I be stretching the flaps of my hardcovers? And I overthink it. But I don't know. They both have pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll usually get to, like, when I'm reading a hardback, I will use it as a bookmark a little bit, and then mm -hmm. it gets to a point where it's it's just too many pages, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I gotta go get a bookmark. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I always, I'm always using, like, scraps of paper and, mm -hmm. like, sticky notes as bookmarks, because I have, like, a stack in my room of, like, actual nice bookmarks, but I, I always forget <laughs> to, like, wrap them when I'm reading. So. I have bookmarks in a mug a lot like this. This is my uh, pen mug, but I have um, a bookmark version. Um, Carly, which do you prefer, hardback uh, or paperback? I like both of them. I think hardback, um, I like to collect books or, like, just, I'm trying to keep my bookshelf short because I, I had to cut it down just so I was like, okay, I have too many books, which to me is like, can, is that possible I have too many books? But it was a lot. Um, so I have my favorites or, like, if I can, I find the hardcover version just because I feel like those last longer um, and they tend to have, they're more expensive, so they also tend to be like, you know, sturdier. Um, but paperbacks, like, I guess like Rachel said, they feel, I don't know, they feel smoother. So like, I like the way they feel more. Yeah. Um, so I would say hard, hardcover for like collectibles and then paperbacks uh, have their place. Like I can imagine a paperback, like you going to the beach and like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I even have, I have one of our, tr Trespass, one of our lookout books from, from the creative writing department at our school, our alma mater. <laughs> and of course, they do the French flaps, so it's yes. a paperback with flaps. You get both of the great features. Um, I, honestly, I don't have a preference. My only pet peeve is, like, if I have a book or, like, a series, entire, I want it in one version. So, yes, like, this series I'm reading right now. I have the, I, there's, I think, four books, maybe more, um, and this one is the third book, I believe, mm -hmm. and then the last one, the most recent one that just came out, of course, is in hardback because it just came out, <laughs> but I don't want to wait for the paperback version to come out, so now I have just one hardback in this series. And oh, yeah. yeah. You have to get a different one because, like, when they go on your shelf, it does not work. It yes. looks like it's part of a different series because I had that problem too. Um, I think I went to the library book sale and uh, mm -hmm. I, I think it was like some of the more instruments books and one of them was in hardcover. So I was like, okay, well, I have to get all of them either in hardcover or paperback or it's not going to look like the same book series. I totally feel you on that one. Exactly. And like, I, I, I think I prefer reading paperback. I just, I like, like you said, it's very smooth and easy to like just have. Mm. Um, and it's a lot lighter and less, I think, yeah. like bulky mm. and kind of awkward. But, yeah. hardcovers are beautiful and one of my favorite things about um 
a lot of the hardcover books I've been getting lately is they'll have a design under the um, the dust jacket. Which That's is my favorite thing. thing. Now I'm gonna like open this one up and see if there's a design because I'm just like every time oh, this, I get a book. This one doesn't I do really that. have much. <laughs> yeah, is that Elizabeth and her monsters? Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. our think, book from our yeah. YA books class. Yeah, I think I got that book used, and it doesn't have a dust jacket. Uh, so I love sad and alone. One of my favorite things to do when I get a new hardcover is like. I got a peek underneath. I know a lot of the Rick Riordan books, a lot of those I have in hardcover and they always have a little emblem or something on the center. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, yes. I love that. I just, so good. Book design is so fun. And I know, I yeah. miss oh. it. Oh, I miss book building class. I never thought I'd say that it was three hours in the pub oh. lab. I'm like, I miss it. <laughs> it was such a fun class. It was really like sometimes a bit tedious, but a lot of fun, mm. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do book design again. I do That's too. like one thing in my current job. Like, I know it's not the same. I get to write, mm-hmm. but I can't, they have like prop designers, and I kind of want to like when I move up, I want to be like, can I start doing some graphic design? Because I miss <laughs> that. It's just it's just a different way of creativity. I remember I was talking with some. This is a little off subject, but I was talking with some friends about how I was feeling blocked on stories, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I like to do something else creative, and I realized I miss graphic design. So it's like I feel like those two really go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, something that I'll do when I'm, when I've got a bit of like writer's block is I will make a book cover for like what I would want that book cover to be for that That's piece of writing. <laughs> I love that. I've been doing I it for that. years and it's one of the best things. It like really drives the creativity and it really like makes me want to keep writing it. Cause I'm like, well, if it's finished, then yeah. I can have it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I do that with, I do something similar Usually if I'm working on like like a script or a screenplay, I'm like, now which actors would I cast in this? And I try to like get that to get me to keep writing. I currently have a note on my phone. Let's see, who did I cast? I want Bill Hader to be in something I'm working on right now. (laughs) I'm like, Bill Hader, I want John Cho to be in it as well. (laughs) And they're pretty big names. I don't know if I can swing that, but uh, we'll see. Well, hey, you're gonna be on SNL at some point, right? So that's, that's true. Three, yeah. I'll rub elbows with Bill Hader. Like, so Bill, I have this script I've been working on for a few years. If you'd like to check it out, have y'all done um, well, like I have a Pinterest board for character inspiration, so it's not so much actors, but it's people I who look like characters. Um, and I'm too. like, I like, okay, that's just such and such. So I, I do that. Um, and also, I just like Same. doing something different. Like you said, not just the writing, but like the fan casting, finding visuals, or sometimes yes. you. I haven't done as much now, but like I would find photography, mm-hmm. like for scenes in my book. Like I, um, I was writing one book and it had like a forest scene, so I like looked up some like, uh, forest back like photography someone took, and I was like, this is really cool because it's like it's hitting on all the senses, not just you're writing it, you're also visually seeing it. So that's yeah, awesome. I love that's, that. That's a great idea. I hadn't even thought of like using like photography for scenery that's great um yeah I do love photography too I'm, I haven't like not like an expert or anything but like sometimes I'll take walks and I just love photography and I just feel like all the creative stuff can like really be used to come together for a project so mm-hmm. it can all kind of converge and then you feel this like bright inspiration in all mediums <laughs> yeah have you guys did you guys ever um know about 
or use, I think it was called polyvore or something. I don't quite know. I used to use it all the time to like make outfits and stuff. Was it like a a dress up app or something like that? So it was like you had kind of a, um, it was like going into Photoshop and putting in pieces of clothing, like just Mm -hmm. pictures of different like tops and jeans or something like that. It was a lot like that, but on an actual website where you went through all of their clothes and everything like they had listed. I used to do that and make like outfit boards for my characters. Oh, I used to do cool. that all Wait, the time. You said it was. Is it like gone now? Or is yeah. It still- yeah. Oh, it's it's a different, it's like different. I don't even know what it is now. I think it's just like a store now, mm-hmm. but yeah, I used to out. use it all the time. And I still on my Pinterest, I have like, like old things like that I pinned like outfits I made on polyboard that I pinned my Pinterest and I'm like some of these outfits are so like ugly now but in like <laughs> 2012 this was like the height of fashion I was yeah. like oh I love yeah. it I love planning outfits I remember That's one time Sorry, oh I, re- I just remember one time there was a necklace that I put it was I was writing this really long book I had a, it was a book and then a sequel I added to it um spent years writing it and I found and the main character had this necklace that I found in Polywork and I ended up finding a version of that necklace for a lot cheaper than Polywork had it listed Ooh. and I, I had it I don't know what happened to it but I bought it and so I cool. wore that necklace for years that's I cool. love that yes the stuff was <laughs> expensive on there I guess that's like what we say it was like designer stuff so you'd see like a weird just like a dress and then it'd be like a thousand dollars oh my uh. oh god that's so <laughs> My character can wear this, but I myself cannot afford <laughs> nope. that. That's funny. No, no. I didn't think about using like characters' clothes because um, I don't know for me since I struggle with descriptions, which I feel like that can be a whole other thing talking about writing style. But um, <laughs> I th- I really like that idea too, like their clothes, because there are some characters who I imagine like their clothes speak about their personality, and I didn't think about like yeah. finding things and like. So that's really, that's really cool. Like you said, just pulling from all the mediums. I love hearing what like y'all work on. For, like, it really like mm-hmm. gives me ideas. I f- that's one thing I really like too about like staying connected with everyone creative writing. It's like everyone has like so many good ideas and you just get, I just get inspired being around other people who are like creating stuff. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like if you're like, oh, I'm in a writer's block rut. I don't know what to work on. But then you like talk about your story with someone else and suddenly you're like, oh, I have all these new ideas. I will say though with Playboy. I would get into the, I, once I realized they had descriptions for the clothes, it did oh. not do me good. I would put in my story just like a block of text of being like, this is what they're wearing, even though it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, I would do that too. I'd be like, she's wearing black Converse and like skinny jeans and like a pink this, blouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like her, and then I get like her eyeshadow is whatever color and <laughs> And the readers are like, oh, get to the good part. We don't care about what she's wearing, like, beat by beat. Yeah, it's like the mirror shot when they wake up. Like, yeah, the, right yeah. before they dash out the door. They're, they, they're messy bun. They're messy they're late, bun. And they're, they're late for school. They overslept. They're always late. The quirky protagonist has to be late for school. Yes, and she, and has, she, has, to, she has to stop at the mirror real quick just to, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> And then she has to, like, spill something on her shirt so, like, the cool guy can walk up to her and she's like, he's gonna flirt with me. And then he's like, you got a stain on your shirt instead. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> not the meat cute we were hoping for. But she's in love with her best friend all along. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I just described, like, so many, like, Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> I think that's exactly how it goes. Yep. And, yep, I have 
a couple of, of mornings like that on my Wattpad stories that I haven't looked at in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love it. Uh, sorry. Some of them are good ideas, but I can't bear to look at them now because it's just. <laughs> oh yeah, same. <laughs> I feel bad about some of my old writing. Oh, I found this thing I wrote for NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month in my tenth grade, like creative writing class. And it was a book about <laughs> wizards and spies. Have I told you guys about this? <laughs> you did mention, I think, Molza, the little, did we have a Snapchat? Like, we don't use it anymore, but there's like a Snapchat group for some of the creative writers. Oh, I think yeah, it, and I mentioned also, that. Yeah, we started talking about stories that we were embarrassed at. Oh, wizards and spies so sounds bad. cool, Rachel. I feel like you can make that work. I just don't know why I was like, okay, so the girl is a spy, but she's also a teenage spy, but she's also going to find out she has wizard powers. Like, what? was going on in my head. That's like, awesome. Well, I, I told y'all about that 365 Days movie and like after yeah. movie, mm -hmm. if that stuff can be made, I don't see why you can't write about wizards <laughs> being spies. You're right and you should say it. I mean, yeah. I, I bet yours would be a lot better than what's on Netflix. So I'm not saying oh, yeah. that level, but I'm just saying like, mm -hmm. take an idea. If you write it well and people like it, you know, you never mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I did a, uh, I watched The Kissing Booth 2 the other week with my friend because we watched the first one together and we wanted to watch the second one together. Okay. And it was like, it wasn't like a good movie. Like it wasn't well written, but like uh -huh. it was still fun watching it because it's so cringy. And the whole time we're just like, it was so predictable. Like we were guessing like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And she kept like guessing every plot point. It was so funny. And I was like, we should just write the third one. Like we could make <laughs> this and make it even better. <laughs> I haven't seen the first one. Was that also based on like some uh, Wattpad stories? I, I remember hearing so. that. Yes. Oh god. I think so. It's not great, but it's so fun to watch because you could just tear it to pieces. Like it's <laughs> the best kind of good bad movie. I I don't know if y'all use apps a lot, but have you uh, heard of one called Episode? Mm -hmm. Yes, I watched YouTubers play Episode all the, the funniest. I'm ashamed to admit that I would play those because those stories are awful. They remind me of Wetpack. It's like, it's so entertaining. It's like really overdramatic. Like I remember mm -hmm. this one story I was playing. It's like your, your character like has like a love triangle. Literally every like male character they come in proximity oh, no. with. <laughs> it's like so cliche. It's like every Wetpack story cliche. But it's a game. But it's fun. It's like a, I don't know, it's a weird guilty pleasure sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's something about, like, fiction that's not good, in a way. It, it still draws us in. It's just, like, we're like, I like it. I, I don't know. It's like, it's fun. It's like, I, you yeah. know, like, this is, I'm embarrassed too, but I like reality TV shows at one point. I was watching a lot. And it's just like, yeah. it's so entertaining. I, that's like the level entertainment. It's like, it's trash, but it's fun trash. You know, it's like junk food. You know, it's not good for you, oh. but it's really tasty, so you keep watching. <laughs> it's really tasty. I need that, like, on a shirt. Like, reality oh. TV. It's tasty. I, yeah, I used to watch, me and my sister used to watch Dance Moms, and oh my, oh gosh, my gosh. Oh my okay, gosh. Okay, watch it, Blood like, pressure. When, yeah. Oh, on YouTube. I've, I've been watching all these YouTube videos on Dance Moms. That show was crazy. That it show was, was wild. Oh my crazy. god, I love that show. I loved it. I used to tell I, my sister, I was like, these kids, like, I feel so bad for them. They're all gonna have, like, self-esteem problems, and, like, but we would love, like, watching the moms, like, go at it. They'd always be like, you yeah. disrespected my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I hate that. I was like, this is so entertaining, but it was. Like, I, I would just, <laughs> not the whole episode, but we'll go on YouTube and kind of get the gist of, like, certain clips of what was yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You can get the gist. Every episode's kind of the same. Just like, mm-hmm. oh god, Maddie gets a solo, and then the moms like fight. Yeah, someone throws a drink so on mad. someone. He apparently also, um, some point she doesn't like acknowledge dance moms anymore. Like, I feel like a lot of the girls are like, yeah, that shit was terrible, and they pretty much try to distance themselves from it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most successful out of all of them is JoJo Siwa. Like, spoilers for season three of The Mass Singer, she was the dinosaur, and she actually did a really good job. I um I saw that Maddie had a makeup collab with Morphe recently. Oh. Ooh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I do like makeup. Yeah, I um once I follow Chloe, I, I kind of mm-hmm. felt bad for her because of all the uh, nonsense that Abby put her through. I don't know if y'all remember, but like drama. She does a lot of like uh, I guess just kind of like life videos. But I don't know. I just like her personality, so I just like watch her videos sometimes. But I think I mm-hmm. follow. That's the thing. I think I follow a lot of them and the mom. <laughs> I legit follow them on social media and I'm like oh my gosh I can't, I can't like, you gotta keep up with it I, I never followed the mobs I follow Jojo on TikTok I think oh yeah How did she get, that's when you said she's gotten really big hasn't she mm-hmm. she's like really big this has nothing to do with books but I love this yeah it's <laughs> all good this uh, uh whatever it's called segue but yeah she she's the biggest out of everyone because she like is on Nickelodeon a lot and like she sells books and like birthday party supplies and she did some music and it's like all these things that she's doing it's it's crazy and she's younger than me so uh yeah yeah she's like 16 or 17 okay what am i doing in my life yeah it really (laughs) puts us into perspective doesn't it (laughs) no i I mean, but think about it, though. You have to be in the spotlight starting at, like, nine years old, and, like, the whole world, like, knows all your drama. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe not yeah, worth it. It's I was, not worth I, it. Um, whenever I was, like, I don't know, three or something, my mom put me in this, like, contest thing to get an agent. Um, and I, I got pretty far from what she said, but by but they didn't, I didn't win because I was too sh- camera shy. Oh, um, no. But I was this close. <laughs> That's it. like an agent, like modeling and acting. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. it's never too late. I, no. I want to see you be an actor now and be like, <laughs> suck it, agent contest. I <laughs> did it all on my own. <laughs> Famous author, yeah. Now, like, segue to our right. more to do um, list. Our, yes. We got off on a tangent. It was very fun, though. It was a very good, fun tangent. Very fun. Absolutely tangent. perfect tangent. I think it is absolutely relevant. Um, because what we're going to be talking about really is our favorite book genres and some things we like to find in books, including some of our favorite tropes and maybe even tropes that we absolutely hate. <laughs> Whichever we <laughs> gravitate towards is fine by me. Ooh, I'm trying to think. I guess my, my favorite book genre, I like, I've got like two kinds of books that I read. And one is like the funny, usually a little bit romantic, like realistic fiction, like YA fiction. And then the other is the like fantasy, more fantasy or sci-fi. And that I, sometimes it's like middle grade, like Rick Riordan stuff. And sometimes it's like YA or new adults. Those are, that's like the spectrum of what I read. I just, you just gave me an idea. This is not even a question, but uh, I remember I had mentioned a book that I had read. Uh, it was called More Than Just a Pretty Face. And you just mentioned like, in, like kind of romantic and funny stuff. So I just, I don't know, you might. I was gonna say I know you're up in Charlotte and I usually don't keep the books I read so maybe I'll like uh send it to you hey yeah it was, it was an ARC so like I wanted to give away so I didn't have to pay for any, anything guys so. that's so but, cool uh, but yeah I just thought about that 
I don't know if young adult itself is a genre. I, it's like a yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like but, middle grade, young adult, new adult, and then like adult. Yeah. New adult is like college age mm-hmm. and up, like early twenties. I've read yeah, but uh, young adult, like I started reading in high school, but I'm still really into it. I just it's just like mm-hmm. it's just so entertaining, and like fantasy is probably one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Remember, I think I was talking about Jasmine at one point about the story she was writing about fairies, and I thought about how, like, I've read some books about fairies, I've read, like, that Wizards of Course at Harry Potter, uh, uh, Greek mythology with, uh, you know, like, Greek word and stuff. Uh, I just, I don't know, like, fantasy has always been really interesting to me, and I think young adults always an interesting time in people's lives, because, like, you're not really an adult, but you're not a kid either, um, mm-hmm. so I always think that's really interesting, like, that's inherent kind of struggle that a character has to deal with as being a teenager mm-hmm. yeah uh and then I guess too I kind of like contemporary like realistic that would probably be my, like, my other young adult genre that I kind of like just because it's like relatable mm-hmm. but, yeah but fantasy is definitely like I, I love fantasy it's a nice escape you know sometimes we wish we had magic powers or a time machine or something I yeah I young adult new adult is is really where I stay a lot of the times and I fantasy is such a big thing for me I love it but also I really like dystopian as well and I guess there's a lot of crossover between the two anyway I really I miss the dystopian craze I really do me too yeah from like 2012 it was just okay I miss it so much I this is also a bit like just dystopian I went through a phase when I was really into it uh, I get. I probably start with the Hunger Games, and I read Divergent, uh, Selection. Uh, I think there's other series called Legend. I just I read like so many dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wasn't that supposed to be a TV series or, at some point? But then, I like, have. There's yeah, I heard about that. I don't know what's going on though. Maybe was it Hulu? Maybe. Like, yeah, because Hulu did Looking for Alaska. I haven't watched it yet, but they did right. the Looking for Alaska. Like oh, I know they turned so out to yeah. a movie, and Hulu's supposed to actually be doing this too, I think. But I think they—I heard they're starting with the third book. I don't know. And for this, this I held up first. I held up the selection for people just listening. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm holding up Throne of Glass. I thought that was getting turned into a movie for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I feel like a show might be better just because yeah. if it's pretty beefy, a it's, lot of content yes. you need. Definitely, definitely. I think, um, I, I think, I feel like I prefer the idea of TV shows for book series to an extent because mm-hmm. I'm always afraid that they're not going to do it right. And so far, the track record has not gone well. Um, <laughs> but also, like, it gives them more room to work and it gives them more room to really dive into the important bits of the book and, and yeah. go into detail, which I really like the idea of. But mm-hmm. it also runs the risk of going on for way too long. So Yes. But, oh, like, yeah. I just had a f- yeah. thought. Like, I like the Harry Potter movies. Imagine if they were TV series. I think it would be really good as a TV series. But it would take forever, like, to be done. You know what I mean? And it would have to go, like, through all seven books. And, like, and that's the Marauders TV series. I still want something with the Marauders. That would be yeah. really cool. I Definitely. love, I honestly, Lupin has my heart. Lupin and Sirius. Peter is just whatever. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like Peter. Oh, okay. Uh, Sirius and Lupin, yeah, for sure. Also, I don't know if you do. I ship them. Ooh, I kind of do, but I like Lupin and Tonks so much. I like, but I can definitely yeah. see the chemistry. I but, definitely uh, see it. I love those characters, but off subject. <laughs> no, it's on subject, actually. Okay, yeah, but uh, I guess we should just hoping I just 
Like, what books did you read? I know you, I saw you read the selection. Did you read The Hunger Games? Absolutely, yeah. The Hunger Games <laughs> is where it started for me, for sure. Um, Diversion, I actually didn't finish those books, and I really should, but I, I well, just. Well, the third one sucks, uh, so. Um, that's what I heard. Yeah, I read really the third <laughs> I've never read, I never read any of them, um, but I watched, like, the movie. I know that's, like, so bad to say. Yeah, but no, the movie's watched... not good either. <laughs> yeah, the movie was just okay, and. Uh, I don't know. I need to, I have like, my sister has, um, I don't even know if I read all the Hunger Games books. I know that's like, again, I feel bad saying that, but I, I mean, like, the, I like the Hunger Games movies. I thought they did a pretty good job for movies. I say they did a good job. My favorite is the second one. Yes. Both book Catching and fire. movie. It's so yeah, that's good. The be- that's the best one. I, I like everyone to... says that. It's like everyone says, most people say the third Harry Potter is the best. Everyone that I've heard has been like, the second one is the best. For the yeah, games. The third Harry Potter is the best yeah. book in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also love the Maze Runner. Um, oh, yeah. And I... A lot of people are conflicted on that. So I actually watched the movies be- or the first movie before I read the books. Um, mm. And a lot of people hate... They're either like, they hate the books and love the movie or vice versa. Yeah. I love both, but I kind of like the movies a little more. Sometimes um, the movies are just like, just baller. And it's just like, <laughs> the cast was so something. good. The cast was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Wes Ball, the director, I think really made the story a little more like tangible in, mm-hmm. in a way. So like it was a little more, a little simpler to follow. And I want to reread the books yes. basically now so I can kind of get my thoughts on this a little better but from what I remember the books were a little hard to follow towards the end and I think Westfall mm. really helped that a lot um which I think was yeah. great and I think he's a great director too and oh yeah those movies were also beautiful too mm-hmm. that's why I, I think I said last episode I my book club in high school I read like half of the Maze Runner and I was like I can't finish it and then because I ran out of time and then I just watched the movie I was like this is great yeah. <laughs> now. that's interesting because I like, not if I hate it, I had a hard time getting through the book, but hearing mm-hmm. that the movie makes it a little bit more digestible, then I'll definitely mm-hmm. have to check it out. Yeah, the movie's yeah. good. I never saw the other two movies, and I heard that, like, they weren't as good. But... They deviate drastically from the books, which is, I think, why people uh, say they're not as good. Um, and the mm-hmm. last one came out just a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, just, like, really recently, it feels like. It, yeah, because um, there was a whole, because uh, they started, I think, filming it pretty much immediately after the second one, but Dylan O'Brien got hurt. <gasps> I forgot um, about that. That was like a big yeah, thing. That was a big, big thing. Um, so, but they finally were able to do it again and he's luckily okay. And this was happy to return. Um, but I really, I enjoyed them. So I need to get back into them. I need to read the books and watch the movies, but every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do this or that. I always end up rereading an old favorite or rewatching an old favorite instead of yeah. branching out. <laughs> I re I reread the selection uh, at least once a year. Oh really? Yes, oh, I, I love that. I haven't done it yet because I'm saving it this year because I have mm-hmm. to. I'm trying to work through some of my TBR lists, which is why I'm mm-hmm. reading this. Um, what what is the name of this full series? I don't honestly know. By Kinder Blake, this one is Two Dark Rains. This is the third one. Um, mm-hmm. Three Dark Crowns, I think that's the first one. I should know because I just, yes, I just read it. Um, it's, yeah, so that's why I'm reading this series and I like it so far. I mean, I'm in the third book, so I, I like it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't like it, you would have been like, I'm giving up on this long ago. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys give up on series or you have to stick it out towards the end? 
I I will give up. If I don't like it, I'm like, gotta go. I never finished, like, Bridge to Terabithia as a kid, so I, like, never knew about the tragic ending until, like, the movie came out, because I was like, gotta go. I'm bored. <laughs> don't, don't come for me in the comments, Bridge to Terabithia, super <laughs> I did the same thing, because I tried to read it when I was in, like, mm-hmm. what, third or fourth grade? I tried to read it. I was like, I couldn't don't. do it. I think I got to page 33. Yeah, I, okay, it's the same. I got, like, 30, 40 pages, and I was like, I'm done. Uh, I'm gonna go read the American Girl historical books. I used to read those. I would like voraciously read those. I love them. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever read the books, but wait, did you guys ever read the American Girl books? Because I have an interesting point to bring up. Oh, I didn't. I think I may have read a few. Not a lot, though. Yeah, because there was like kaya felicity samantha molly kit didn't she have were there like little mini books because i thought i remember reading more than one from felicity or maybe it was the movie that she had but i I did read one about felicity they were like super thin books and every girl character had like a doll counterpart like that you could buy i never got the doll because they were too expensive but i did have some of the books (laughs) yeah the dolls were pretty expensive i got uh, a few for christmas over the years but uh but okay so every so there were six books in each girl's series and every single one in like book five things uh-huh. get like crazy intense like samantha like hides orphans in her attic so they don't have to work in a factory and then like get separated and be like adopted by other people and like kit is like has a friend who's a hobo because it's like the great depression and she's like uh-huh. riding the rails with him and then like get arrested and she's like 10 oh, years wait. old <laughs> I think it, I saw the movie for that. I don't think I read the book. The one with yeah, Abigail. They made, was it Breslin? Yeah, Abigail Breslin, I remember. Yeah, she played Kit in her movie. But no, it's it's just so funny because like every every one had like one book where things go crazy. And like one of them, Rebecca, was like at like a protest, I think for like women's suffrage in like mm-hmm. 1914, and she got like a rock thrown at her head. Like these are really crazy stuff was happening. Kids. And there, but it was really cool because at the back of the book, like whatever like cause they're like fighting for, because usually like there was something like that. Like obviously like Samantha's was the one about the kids in the factory. It was about like, hey, don't put kids in factories. At the back of the book, it would have like a nice little like the real history that like inspired the story. So it, but it was crazy. Like I said, every fifth book, things just went off the rails. Oh. I feel like Addie's though was, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but like her parents were sold, or was it like her brother was sold? Uh, to a different slave owner so yeah. that was already uh because she was in that position but mm-hmm. i didn't really think about how intense it was when they were kids like when i was reading it but now you mentioned it i was like what how yeah. old would it be like 11 like <laughs> they're like, like children and they're doing all this awesome stuff and then like fighting for, yeah. for i guess they're kind of like Anne frank in a way though Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess know. so mm-hmm. but she was like a real person so it's like yeah, yeah this is like, like a a doll like a doll turned yeah. fictional character that's that's different yeah. but i mean it's kind of interesting just to think what those kids would have their lives would have been like if they were growing up during that time like mm-hmm. there was especially like if you grew up during the great depression like like we're growing up during coronavirus and like imagine if they had a coronavirus <laughs> oh yeah and like there's like like 15 years there's gonna be like the, the 2020 american girl doll and she's oh, gonna yeah. have like a little mask uh and like her big struggle is gonna be like i told someone to wear a mask at like target and i got yelled at by like an anti-masker or something like that and that's like oh 
Come on. Yeah. Like, well, I'll buy that doll. I don't know if I'll ever have kids, but if I do, they're gonna get, <laughs> they're gonna get the 2020 doll. That'd be funny. But, but I always like just because I got older, I started getting into history, and I always really liked the. I know they weren't real people, but like like I was saying, those kids really did grow up during those times. So I always thought it was really interesting because mm-hmm. they were kids, so they were relatable in a way. But then you also realize that the time period they're living in had a pretty big effect on how they had to like grow up fast mm-hmm. just because what was going on around them. Mm-hmm. those are good books i'm gonna have to read the rest of them oh yeah i still have me and my sister still have all our american girl books i'm gonna one of these days i'll i'm gonna read them again and it's gonna take me like 15 minutes to like get through because they're like this <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty thin but they're so small so yeah. much happens though in those pages yeah for sure i have kind of a random question it's not i didn't it's not written down it's just i was thinking <laughs> Um, if we hadn't majored in creative writing or in like an English related thing, what would you guys have majored in? Ooh, that's like, that's a hard question. I was going to say English, but you said not English. Not English. That's too easy. That's a hard question because I like from the get go was like, I'll major in English. And then I was like, just kidding. Um, I feel like this is like the artsy side of me leaping out in a different way, but I probably would have done theater or something like acting. I still, I still kind of wish I had like minored in that, but oh I well. tried. I tried I, to. I, I ran out of time when I got to UCW, but like I just like with Jasmine, I thought it would take up a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was a lot of like out. I think I remember there being a lot of like lab hours, but like outside of class time lab hours, and I couldn't mm-hmm. make it work with my schedule, and living off campus as well. It oh yeah, yeah. But it just makes it harder. I wanted to so bad. There's a lot of stuff I would be interested in, but. Uh, I think I may have made, actually, I think sociology for me, which Ooh. is kind of out there, but um, I took two sociology classes, gen eds, when I was at community college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually wanted to keep one of my textbooks, which made me think, you must like this. And then also, yeah. I remember <laughs> sometimes I'll bring up some of the sociological, like, theories in my head, like, oh, yeah, that, like, I remember I took a, uh, we had a class on in criminology one time, we were talking about, like, the reasons why people commit crimes, and I was like, this is, I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. very very interesting to me so I can mm-hmm. see my baby doing that but then also when I found out like graphic design I was like when I've done graphic design or like studio or art type thing there's too much stuff <laughs> that's interesting but yeah mine I think like because I when I started at UNCW I thought I was gonna double major in film and creative writing uh then realized how difficult the film department there is I think that what I wanted to actually learn, what I thought was in the film department was probably more in the theater department. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. that's why I was trying to do the theater minor mm-hmm. after the fact. Um, but also studio art would have been really cool because graphic design. Mm-hmm. Well, we all should have gotten in theater, it sounds like. <laughs> I know, yeah, we <laughs> all like regret. <laughs> I would have loved to have done theater at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, it's never, it's not too late. I mean, we can't really right now because of the coronavirus, but when coronavirus ends, I'll be catch me in like a community theater production of I almost said Little House on the Prairie. I meant to say Oklahoma. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure there's a stage play version of Little House on the Prairie too. <laughs> it would be cool to do like write like um I've seen some people doing um like readings of movies yeah. and stuff. Wait, that would be so fun. That'd be I really have, fun. 
I don't have it with me right now, but I I do have like the screenplay for like the original pilot of Stranger Things. So that could be. Do you like reading screenplays too? Okay, I thought that was just me. I, I used to look up. I, have, I took a yeah. screenwriting class in high school, and I used to like look up um, screenplays for like certain movies. Like, oh, this is a part that they didn't keep in, but this would have been really interesting. Yeah, it's fun. Ugh. But to be fair, theater is really similar to creative writing. Like, mm-hmm. really, yeah. You, remember when we took, um, I can't remember, like, Evolution of Creative Writing, we did what plays up, we had to like write a play yeah. scene. I had so much, I had so much fun doing that. I was like, Same. I'm to write a play. Oh man, y'all about me to do theater now. We could do, we could do, we could do a reading. We like could, a, yeah, like we'll, a TV show pilot. Yeah. That, that would, would be, be fun. so much fun. <laughs> I love Let's, that. Let's let's make it happen, guys. Let's do it. Um, maybe maybe it we can maybe we can have a couple special guests to help us with it too. Because I mean, the, just the three of us might be a little difficult. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> switching characters so much, we'll just get confused. Because <laughs> I'm really excited for this. That's, that's, yeah, that's so I'll, fun. That's I'll write it down so I don't forget. Yeah, and for our and we could uh, for our listeners, cause if you're a viewer, you obviously would be able to see us, and we could put on funny costumes or something. But if you're just a yeah. listener, it'll be like an old timey like radio show. Like <laughs> you listen to like the Little Orphan Annie. Chronicles. Yep, we'll have to get a narrator. Ooh, who do we know who's got a good narrator voice? We'll we'll find someone. I, I think I know. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss. In a we can discuss meeting. it in okay. a staff meeting. Okay. Gotta leave someone <laughs> I want to know who it is now that you're like, I think you know I have an idea, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, okay. After. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, um, let us know something you might want to possibly see us do yeah. or listen to us do. Because mm-hmm. even if we do one and record it before you see this, we can do more if we enjoy it. Um, yeah, I think we went like bookends pod presents like yeah. Zoom here or something like that. <laughs> I love how this episode has deviated already. The second episode already has deviated so far from books. I mean, I yeah, guess it's not it's that a- far. It's still storytelling in another. I mean, we talk about yes, yeah, but, exactly. But I love that too. Like we have an agenda, but we don't run out of stuff to talk about because yeah. we're always like, oh, we talk oh, yeah. about a reality TV show, we talk about theater. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's I think it's nice to. to keep things fresh but it will always go back to books that's that's why it's the book ends because like yeah start with books end with books yeah boom i just ooh, ooh that's everyone's really, that's really good rachel that was good. <laughs> 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 uh, um so i guess the last little question i had written down for our agenda um is does our work reflect the things that we read or watch um or enjoy experiencing I guess because <laughs> mine usually does if, if I'm inspired like mm-hmm. if I'm reading something or watching something I get I immediately want to live in that world a little longer even if it's just my version of that world so mm-hmm. it is absolutely reflective of the things that I enjoy yeah same I definitely I guess you could think of it like a more like a direct like comparison of like oh the things I write are reflected by the things I read is like writing fan fiction or whatever because you're like about actually fiction. taking those characters wait what'd you say I, I think we should do an episode about fan fiction we can yes I definitely think so because uh, I love it and I still write it to this day but like you yeah you take like these characters in these places that you already are familiar with whether from like a book movie or tv show or comic or whatever and then you just like put it in like a new world and your own packaging and it's just really fun and really 
I don't know, freeing, but also when I'm just writing stuff that isn't fan fiction, I definitely take things like, oh, if I like, um, I'm trying to think of like a more direct example, but if there's just like a way, like a character's relationship, like some sort of romance that I really like uh, between two characters in a book, I'll try to like incorporate a little romance into whatever I'm working on at the same time or or if, if there's just like something funny, I like the humor they use in a story. I'm like, okay, well, I want to, and what I'm working on now, I want it to be a little funny too. I, uh, I guess I do it to an extent. It's really weird for me. Like I love fantasy, but there's so much world building. I get a little intimidated sometimes mm-hmm. um, as far as writing. Yeah. But when I do write like for fantasy, mostly I've, I love uh, rewriting fairy tales. Uh, oh, when my time first came out, I was really into it. So that kind of gave me a lot of mm-hmm. inspiration for that. Uh, so I've have written that, but also uh, at one point too, I was really into TV shows, like kind of like teen dramas and stuff. So a lot of my writing reflected that. So it's not just yeah. books, I guess for me, like you were saying, Justin. I think it's pretty much everything that's like around me. It kind of like comes mm-hmm. into this combination somehow. Those mm-hmm. my own form of writing. Oh yeah, I feel that. I also I get intimidated trying to write science fiction, same as the fantasy. Like what? I'll watch like Doctor Who or Stranger Things or something, and I'm like, I'm gonna write. A story with science fiction and like superpowers and then I'm like oh like I'm confused and I'm only like three paragraphs in and I'm already <laughs> lost it's especially hard writing time travel I've tried so many times oh, you've to tried write time travel. I haven't even yeah. tried time travel I Maybe can't you watch tv shows it makes no sense okay I know you're a superhero <laughs> fan Rachel did you, you watch the flash Yes, I do. Okay. I love the flash. As, the, the time travel stuff made no sense to me on that show. <laughs> made absolutely no sense. They even tried to explain it to us, and I was like, I don't I understand like, what's going on. I get so confused. I'm kind of afraid. Okay, so Stranger Things is my favorite show. I talk about it all the time. And I'm kind of afraid they're going to do, like, a time travel thing in season four because everyone, the message boards, I'm still like such a dork. Everyone thinks that they're going to, like, do, like, a time travel plot. <sighs> and I'm like, Okay, but like, do it well because if it's really <laughs> confusing and not well written. I'm not gonna like the season at all. Even in like, in game in Avengers, I didn't understand time. Oh, yeah, I saw that movie three times, and every time I was still like, okay, so they're going to this, and and they have to do this, and they have to bring the stones back, and I'm like, this is too much. No, yeah, it didn't make any sense. It, it wasn't like they're like changing the past to change the future. Like, what does that mean? I uh, I don't even. Oh, like, I, I think, know. Like I yeah. get it. Like. When they explained it, I was like, yeah, yeah. And then five minutes later, I was like, wait, what? what? Yeah, every time I see uh, time travel in something, I always end up just saying I hate time travel to the TV. Because <laughs> yes. I just, <laughs> like, I, I like the talking. idea of it. I just, the execution never works in my head. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rachel, doesn't the doctor in t- Doctor Who travel, or is it not time? Or is it different time periods? It's like oh. time and space. So sometimes we're on different planets, and sometimes you're like in the past or the future. But for some reason in Doctor Who, I can like, I get it more. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a lot, but it seems to make yeah. more sense in Doctor Who. It works, I think, because it doesn't dwell on the fact that it's time traveling, and it's just, mm-hmm. we're in this new time period. That's where we are. Like, don't question with it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't dwell yeah. on the, like, it's not, time travel just is a fact of the the life of it and it's yeah. not like this big thing that they're doing to change the time mm-hmm. yeah 88 time. miles per hour plutonium and all that i do love back to the future though even though we're talking about how confusing time travel is i love <laughs> back to the future bill and ted yeah doctor who all these legends of tomorrow another great show and if oh, anyone yeah. is interested in like science fiction but like time travel is too confusing there's an episode of community that's like 
it's sort of like a multiverse thing. It's called, yeah, it's like season three, I think episode three or four, called Remedial Chaos Theory, and it's on Netflix and Hulu, and it is like one of my absolute favorite episodes of a TV show ever, and it's a great example of like multiverse theory, but like in a funny, short, easy to understand way, so Remedial is, Chaos Theory, watch it if you this is off the subject again. Multiverse? I can comprehend that a bit more. And that, maybe that's what, why it was a little bit easier with Doctor Who, because I almost felt like they were, like, I didn't see a lot of episodes, but the episodes I saw, it's like they're going to different worlds almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that made a, more sense to me than going back in time. I, I know that those are both kind of out there. I mean, they're both very mm-hmm. out there. But for some reason, that made more sense to me than, like, going back. Mm-hmm. I guess, too, because for me, going back in time, I'm like, so what our present is, what's happening there. And, like, whenever someone changed something in the past, does something happen in the present? Like, everybody's memories change? I don't know. Like, it makes my head hurt when I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's confusing because then, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. No. I love it, though. I'm trying. I was so trying at the beginning of the summer. I was like, I had this great idea for, like, a time travel story, whether it's a TV show or a book, and I tried to write it, and I just stopped. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't anymore. This is hurting my brain. Props to you for trying, though, because I can't. I yeah, can't. I, I haven't even tried. I wrote down, like, an outline for, uh, I guess I do kind of like you, Rachel. Some of my stuff, like, especially when I was young, I imagine it's TV shows, so I've kind mm. of written screenplays. I wrote an outline for one show where someone was going to go back in time, but I haven't even written it, so I was like, I'm not going to try to figure out what time travel is. I mean, hey, people don't make, <laughs> it, make it sense, so maybe you can do something that's, like, don't dwell on it, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're traveling to... <laughs> or even I feel like you yeah. have characters who are like really funny and self-aware. You can have a character be like, "This doesn't make any sense," and then they're going to be like, "It doesn't matter if it doesn't make doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense." <laughs> yeah, there's a you got to do it the Bill and Ted way, where they're like, "Oh no, we have to get the keys to our jail cell because we've been arrested." Oh, we'll just after we're done here, we'll just go in our time machine and go back in time and give the keys to ourselves. And then they do, and then they just like move on. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's how you do time travel. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think time travel and the qualms of it uh, is a good place to end this episode. <laughs> so much happened. I'm like, what did we even talk about? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think this is a great episode. Um, be sure to join us on Fridays moving forward uh, every Friday for new episodes of the Bookends podcast. Um, you can find us elsewhere on our personal socials. Uh, but mainly on the bookends pod socials uh, which is just at the bookends pod everywhere Uh, but it'll also be somewhere on the screen if you're watching Uh, be sure to keep tabs on those because we'll post about um, just fun things to do with the podcast and you can also find our personal socials there as well thank you so much for watching you guys anything to say before we close it out I'm trying to remember what I said at the end of the last episode. I think it was like stay <laughs> writing or something like that. So I was gonna say something like that. Keep Alrighty. on writing and reading. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys <laughs> for watching. Like- and we'll see you guys again next week. Okay.